You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. I'm not doing this. I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. You can check out my latest three-round mock draft there at Sporting News. I also have a seven-rounder, so breaking down all the possible permutations of what we can expect in the first round. That will go down less than a week from now. Next Thursday night, April 28th, we'll know where these top two quarterbacks are going for sure. So Malik Willis was our breakdown there on Thursday. We looked at uh, his skill set, did a complete scouting report, as well as looked at the most likely landing spots, including the betting odds and where we're looking at him producing sooner rather than later. We're going to do that again with Kenny Pickett. So Pickett on the board for some ahead of Willis, and he could go first and Willis second, or could go the other way around. These guys could both go in the top 10. One could go in the top 10. One could fall a little bit further down. And Pickett is the guy that it looks like he could fall a little bit if one particular team doesn't take him in the top 10. So we'll break that down for you if those teams that are looking at him. We'll look at those six teams according to the betting odds who are the most likely fits for him in the draft at different spots in the first round. So Kenny Pickett, you'll get to know him and what he could bring here for NFL production as well as what that means for fantasy football and whether he can be an asset here as a rookie or do we have to wait a little bit here and just treat him as a QB2 and look at him as a potential QB1 in 2023. So we'll do that here on today's show. Thanks for making Lockdown Fantasy Football your first listen every day. We are free and available for you on all platforms. All right, Kenny Pickett, let's break down this prospect, shall we? The first thing that stands out for me for Kenny Pickett is this kid is fearless. He went back to school and I think it was a great decision because he was thinking about coming out and he was on the radar for some teams as a sleeper quarterback, but he just took control at Pitt. The Panthers looked really good, the Pitt Panthers that is, because of him just taking over games. He just had that kind of confidence, borderline cockiness, that moxie you're looking for a quarterback that you can't teach in a lot of uh, players. You had that with uh, Joe Cool, Joe Montana. I'm not comparing him in all respects to Joe Montana, but people didn't kind of count that as much when Montana slipped there coming out of Notre Dame. There were some other issues with the size. He had to find the right system, and we talked about that as well with Malik Willis. It all comes about the subordinate system. You can be down in a quarterback class, but you have to look at the individual and where you can have an impact. And Pickett really took over the Pitt program. They had been on the map for a while. We know going back to Dan Marino, they've been on their radar for some quarterbacks, but it's been pretty dry of late here. So Pickett kind of re-energized that program a little bit with his playing. And what surprised me is how good of an athlete he was. He showed that the combine, ran really fast, just took control there, and he can run like a freight train. So get out in open space and make some plays there. A little bit of Joe Burrow swagger to him in his own right, I think, uh, in a good way. It's not like the Baker Mayfield type swagger. I think it's the real positive swagger where you need it, you can't teach it, and that is going to give you the moxie needed to make a lot of plays. So he's a playmaker. He's going to get whatever it takes to get done. He has a high floor, I think. 
He has a little bit more controlled deep ball accuracy and command and decision making than the other quarterbacks, including Willis. I think Willis just has more physical, pure talent in all regards than Kenny Pickett. But Pickett can sling it, make all the throws, and pretty good accuracy. And he's not going to force the throws that he can't make. So that's a good thing about both these guys. I think they're mature for their age. They can handle themselves well. We talked about the physical and mental toughness of Wills. Uh, Pickett has a lot of that uh, as well with his uh, confidence. Again, borderline cockiness that keeps him in check here to know that uh, he has some limitations, but he's going to be a little bit more of a risk taker, I think, than Willis early because he's got a lot of confidence in the abilities and that the team's going to have to live with that a little bit. Maybe the interceptions rack up, but he's also going to be a guy that uh, is going to deliver the ball in good spots and uh, make your jaws drop at times with the plays he makes. So I, I think you'll have a little bit more consistency early from Pickett there. Maybe not as many mistakes as Willis. I still think they're going to be there for both of these quarterbacks as they get adjusted to the pro game, as we've seen with most quarterbacks. But Again, Pickett can cut those down a little bit. I think you might see a little bit more conservative play from him uh, there to rein himself in a little bit, but he's still going to be aggressive in in other spots here. So I I think that says Pickett can start right away, and I feel more comfortable about him starting right away in a system versus Willis right now. Depending on where the team is, Willis could be there, but I think in most cases the team that takes Pickett is going to be trying to plug him in there at least have him compete for a starting job in 2022. So... I just like a lot of little things he does. He can improve. Uh, the intangibles are pretty good, but physically, I think there are some things he can continue to develop and get that arm in the right spot, the release point, the mechanics. There's all those little things we know that every quarterback coming to the league can work on, but pretty high floor again for Pickett. So he's the floor quarterback in this draft. Willis is the ceiling quarterback and of these top two. And uh, Desmond Ritter might give you a little bit of both there. Later in the first round, I think Corral is more of the Willis camp and giving you the upside, but maybe needing a little bit of work here in 2022 to get to where we need to be in 2023 to trust for production in reality and fantasy here. But Pickett, Willis, I mean, take your pick here. I think different teams like Pickett, I think more traditional pocket passing teams, even though Pickett is a very good athlete in his own right, kind of see Pickett as maybe being a guy that can have and and basically be there, kind of like Justin Herbert, where you can take off and run when needed, but you're still looking at him as a pure pocket passer first, where Willis, he might have those wrinkles a little bit, but again, uh, Pickett, you can't sleep on his athleticism either. So you can't make stereotypes about either of these guys. They both are in play to do a lot of different things, and that's why I think they've been discounted a little bit. Uh, They have enough here physically with their tools to be tailored well to a lot of systems, and that that makes them very approachable, and I think that's why you have so many teams rumored to be taking these guys rather high versus uh, everyone was saying, this quarterback class doesn't have anyone to go pretty early, but now you're looking at both these guys. Very strong chance that they go. I think within the top 15 picks, you'll see these two guys off the board. And Pickett, again, it's splitting errors a little bit. I think... There are certain teams that are a little bit different. Now, there will be a crossover. We'll talk about uh, teams here. We actually have a handful of teams here that are the same, but the way Pickett fits into them a little bit different than the way Willis does here in 2022. So we'll break down those six teams for you. I'm, I'm very high on both these guys. Again, people can diss this draft class all you want, but I think there are things that these guys do physically and mentally that can work well, especially with some better organizations and teams taking them here 
in the 2022 draft. So very interesting to see. We'll have teams for these guys there next Thursday, but we want to get ahead of it, tell you what kind of player is entering the league here in potential fantasy football quarterback play in both Willis and Pickett. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed, durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Rays' insane protection program. Shady Rays includes lost and broken protection on every pair. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what happened. Give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to Fight Hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays exclusively for our listeners. Head to ShadyRays.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's the promo code LOCKEDON for Shady Rays' best deal of the season. 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses backed by more than 150,000 verified five-star reviews. This episode of Locked On Fantasy Football is also brought to you by Bet Online. It's an exciting time of the year, even without NFL in action. We've got USFL and the, the other sports are getting into the playoffs there in the NBA and hockey. And you also have Major League Baseball season turning the corner toward the second month in May. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. They have everything I could need there, and they have everything you could need as well. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, and MLB in full swing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Don't forget about the NHL playoffs right around the corner, as well as boxing, golf, and other sports that are in full swing here as we wait for the NFL to come back around in September. Head to the website today or use a mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, we will dive right into the six best fits for Kenny Pickett. We'll take three in this segment, three in our final segment here of the final show of the week on Locked On Fantasy Football. Again, check out uh, Locked On NFL Draft live coverage here on the network and our Odyssey NFL Mock Draft special going through April 25th. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen every day. But don't forget about our Locked On NFL Draft show as well. Live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft all three days of real-time analysis starting Thursday, April 28th. Extensive lineup of experts and insiders will be on hand. And for those of you dying to know who your team will take, catch Odyssey and Locked on NFL Mock Draft special hosted by Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson on Peacock and Williamson NFL show all week leading up to the, the first pick. Again, it's in full gear there all the way through the 25th, so check it out here on the network. And, uh, Again, if you missed any of those picks, it started on April 18th. Catch up there and check out that mock draft. And again, you can check it out on the Odyssey page and Locked on NFL Draft podcast feeds. And don't forget about Locked on NFL Draft on the Locked on NFL Draft YouTube page. April 29th, 30th, as well as the 28th to open up the draft there. Check them out right before the draft. They'll have the coverage. Get online and be with you all through the first and only three days of the 2022 NFL Draft. All right, let's uh, continue and uh, look at where Kenny Pickett might land. So he plays for the Pitt Panthers, or just played for the Pitt Panthers. He played in the ACC. The number one team attached to Kenny Pickett is the Carolina Panthers. Now, I talked about Malik Willis and why the Panthers could go in that direction. 
But Kenny Pickett has been the attached quarterback. Here's why. You look at Sam Darnold and how he profiles, and that would tell you something. And the way Baker Mayfield profiles, and that's who they're going after. They weren't going after the guys who can run around and make plays. Who's their offensive coordinator? It's Ben McAdoo. So as much as I would like to see Willis there working with DJ Moore in that situation, I think Pickett is a better fit here for Carolina because of how they want to operate their offense and what they have around. So Pickett and DJ Moore can have a good connection and a little bit downfield and stretching the field there. I don't think you'll have running from the quarterback as a design part of what the Panthers do. So all that factored in. And they'll, they wouldn't mind Kenny Pickett occasionally running, but they want to be a running team, play off that a little bit and throw downfield and also get the ball out quickly and accurately there. And that's what McAdoo is going to ask for here in this offense. So Kenny Pickett, I think, better situated to make those type of throws in that type of offense. So it's not an offense to Malik Willis. It's just the way the Panthers want to operate, and Malik Willis will be better off there on another team that wants to use all of his dynamic skill set. I mean, so that's what you're a little bit concerned about with the Panthers. Are they trying to get too pigeonholey with their quarterback here with Pickett and say that he has to be this type of guy? I'm not so sure on that, but again. Offensive line is going to be concerned for Pickett. Can they keep McCaffrey in the running game healthy to balance things out for him? So those are the biggest concerns. So I, I would say they're a mediocre landing spot, and I, I don't see any scenario where I'm going to go after Kenny Pickett as a Panther as a QB1. Remember, Sam Darnold is buried as a QB2. So maybe a little bit bump up at QB2 if Pickett is a guy and can win the job over Darnold here. But again, not a lot of a buzz here if that would be the case for fantasy football, if that's the buzz in reality football with him going at number six overall there. Now the Steelers at number 20, I've liked this an ideal fit. Again, I like Malik Willis with the Steelers, but I think I like Kenny Pickett a little bit more with the Steelers because... Pitt, you got that local connection. I think you look at, again, comparisons to Ben Roethlisberger. He kind of fits a little bit more with his frame and all that. Malik Willis a bit slight here. I do like Malik Willis' mental makeup and working with Mike Tomlin. That is his biggest asset. In terms of physical, I think Pickett might be a little bit more suited to what the Steelers want, a quarterback to replace Roethlisberger. He has a little bit of Mitchell Trubisky in him, so that would also be an indication some underrated athleticism at a high level with that arm, the accuracy to make a lot of throws when needed. So again, Kenny Pickett would seem to be the right fit for what the Steelers want with offensive coordinator Matt Canada here to deliver the ball to Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. Pat Freermuth, a good supporting cast there. They're going to have Najee Harris out of the backfield as well. So there'll be a lot of pressure off Pickett to produce, but that could set him up to produce here. So he's still an art uh, QB2 here because the running upside is a little bit in flow here, but He'd be much higher and more appealing QB2 with some streaming potential if he went to Pittsburgh instead of Carolina there. So the Pitt Panther, better off with Pittsburgh than he is with the Panthers here as a pro. The final team we'll talk about in this segment is a team that uh, is right there with Malik Willis, is uh, New Orleans Saints. And they're trying to replace Drew Brees. Jameis Winston, you look at him, Kenny Pickett profiles more like him and Andy Dalton there than trying to go to the versatile throw the ball downfield and big athlete type of route. And I know Taysom Hill is a bigger athlete. Malik Willis, however, in that same vein, the Saints didn't want to go in the Hill direction there. They've been looking more at Winston and Dalton. So that would say Kenny Pickett's a little bit better fit. So we did talk about, again, Willis being pretty good for the Steelers and Saints, but I think Pickett fits those teams a little bit better. Well, I think Willis is a good fit for the Seahawks and the next team we'll talk about there for Pickett. So, Again, that's how it kind of breaks down. It's all about fitting with the right team, with the right cast around you, and also the willing coaching staff to get the most out of your abilities. And I think, again, Saints and Steelers a little bit more in that uh, 
conducive environment for Kenny Pickett than they are Malik Willis at this point. But yeah, look at the Saints. I mean, the biggest thing we talk about with Willis as well, they got a sharp left tackle after losing Taron Armstead to the Dolphins in free agent. Just couldn't afford him. So that's going to be have to mean emphasis here. I think the Saints, the good news for them is they can get him with that early first-round pick and still land on Trevor Penning or in the opposite order here to go there if they want to wait and see what happens. But, of course, Pickett is the more demand guy here because of the quarterback. I think they can still probably get Penning with their second first-rounder. So I would say if you get that protection there and shore it up a little bit, maybe get a little bit more wide receiver help for Thomas and Callaway and uh, – Troutman at tight end, you're looking at a decent spot for him, but still behind the Steelers for me. So both uh, definitely QB2 situations, but Steelers and Saints ahead of the Panthers here for where Kenny Pickett can produce best here in the NFL sooner rather than later. All right, still three more teams to talk about. One more crossover team with the Malik Willis fits here in the draft in our final segment here. It's that time of the year, we're almost in May, where you can pretty much give up on all your New Year's resolutions. I mean, we've gone from January to May, but not this year. I've been able to stick to my resolution to eat right. Thanks to Built Bar, it almost feels like it's not really a resolution or thing that I'm following since January, because I actually enjoy eating them, and I would do it to, regardless of the resolution. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallow, they're... Not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right. All Built Bars you get are covered in 100% real chocolate. That includes the Puffs. You can go to Built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carb on all Built Bars. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. These are way better for you. and So replace your candy bars with these, whether you like the Puffs or the regular Built Bars are both. These are the alternatives that you need to invest in here, and they're going to be good for your health for sure long term. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, and 4 net carbs only, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens and dozens of net carbs. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond. These are some of the classic flavors that you can check out at Built Bar. They have uh, new flavors coming out all the time. They're, Bill Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first and figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every single time. To get it on Built Bars right now, whether the Puffs or any other kind of bar, go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order. The promo code LOCK15 will get you 15% off at Built.com. All right, let us close the show looking here at the... Final three intriguing landing spots for Kenny Pickett, according to the betting odds on where he will land. Again, if you missed our breakdown of Malik Willis and where he can land, check that out. That was our previous show there on the feed. The Falcons, this is the crossover team I was talking about. I do prefer Malik Willis with the Falcons and Kenny Pickett. Again, the good who their quarterback is is Mariota. They went in a different direction away from Matt Ryan. Do they want another Matt Ryan type here from the ACC, or do they want a little bit more dynamic and running ability and being able to incorporate the dual threat there? And again, Pickett can run, but I think he's more pick his spots type run, or where Malik Willis could be designed in that. I think he's a little bit more dynamic of an athlete there. And again, the Falcons also are not set up right now to win much. they got to figure out wide receiver. Their offensive line is pretty good with a lot of uh, first-round capital there, but still got to get sturdier there for 
Arthur Smith is the offense in transition. What do you get out of Cordell Patterson here in year two? No Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage. So not the established uh, guys that you're looking for to help Pickett succeed. So if you've got a quarterback with that high floor, you want to have a team with a high floor, and the Falcons don't have that. They're in rebuilding mode here with Mariota. So that's why I think Willis, give him a year there with the Falcons and go in that direction. Pickett, just not feeling it with the Falcons to be productive at all and bury him lower as a QB2 if that happens here in 2022. All right, the next team we look at is the Titans. The Titans have popped up on the list for Kenny Pickett. They're picking lower in the draft, but Pickett could fall a little bit. We talked about that. Malik Willis it satisfies one of those teams, and given the crossovers here, we've talked about those teams, the Panthers, Steelers, Falcons, and Saints. That would mean one of these guys will be off the board first, and that would leave the other team thinking about other possibilities, and the Titans are one of them here later in the first round. And They could also be in play for Cincinnati's Desmond Ritter here as an option late if they're not happy with Ryan Tannehill, but I think Kenny Pickett playing off that running game, still offensive line is intact with Taylor Lewan and the guys up they have up front there, so still pretty good. Running game with Derrick Henry is going to put you in a good position there. You have very good receivers for now with A.J. Brown. He could be holding out a little bit, but I still think he'll be in the fold. Robert Woods coming off the torn ACL, but Brown and Woods is a pretty good combination for any quarterback. You also have Austin Hooper there at tight end after the Browns released him, so some decent spots there. The offensive line, the skill position players, and we know the running game to really facilitate Kenny Pickett. So the Titans are a really good fit because I think they would open up the competition there between him and Ryan Tannehill to have a shot here. Tannehill has had some good fantasy football production. So the Titans would be very appealing as a back-end QB1 should Pickett start right away for them. And the Commanders have some appeal there. They're, they're our last team we'll talk about here for Kenny Pickett. They're sixth on the board in terms of the betting odds on can they land him? A bit of a dark horse for him at number 11 overall, but right in the wheelhouse where they could think about the quarterback. They do have Carson Wentz. They made that trade there with the Colts. So they do have an option, but you look at Wentz being an upgrade there over Tyler Heineke. Kenny Pickett competing with Wentz would be very intriguing, wouldn't it? So at this very Nate at this very moment, you'd say it's not a good spot at all because Pickett's going to have to battle Wentz. But that aside here... Beyond that, I think you look at the receiving core, they could upgrade it there. Now, using a pick on Pickett would say they'd have to find that wide receiver elsewhere. We had Terry McLaurin, you got Logan Thomas, you got Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick out of the backfield. So there are some things you can work with. I just don't see Pickett beating out Wentz and, and being in a situation where he's more red-certed. So I think that's another thing with Willis they could do. So I think the commanders should be in the mix more for Willis at number 11. Again, you can stash him a little bit, knowing that you have Wentz right now. While Pickett, I think you want to try to compete and get him on the field. So Pickett is more a sense of urgency type quarterback that you look at. Well, Willis is more, let's look for bigger things in 2023 because he's got that high ceiling here in the draft. So that's how you kind of compare these two. Again, I always like to look at ceiling versus floor because, again, sometimes floor is important. You need to plug and play and try to be competitive. The Steelers were a playoff team last year. The Saints were on the brink of the playoffs last year. The Panthers think they can be a little bit better as well. The Titans, we know, are established playoff team of the AFC South champions here. So there's all good teams here that could help pick it. And so sometimes the better teams are going to help. Malik Wills can end up on a worse team, whether it's the Lions, Panthers. They're more so than the Steelers or Saints there. And uh, Falcons. And I think the Seahawks would be the best bet of all these teams uh, there to help these quarterbacks because of the established players but the Steelers are close second here and uh, again that's what you're going to get Malik Willis upside maybe rebuilding team 
maybe not in a transition team at worst. And then Kenny Pickett, better off going to a more established team here because he's a little bit more established as a passer here from his play at Pittsburgh. So there you have it. A complete breakdown of Kenny Pickett for you and the scenarios for him in the NFL draft, uh, what kind of player these teams are getting and what kind of player that these teams can turn him into here for production here in 2022 and beyond. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first lesson every day. We'll have a lot more draft talk for you on the flip side of this next week on Monday there, and so a lot more leading up. We'll track the news and maybe catch you up on the latest news and rumors involving all the teams there as we get closer and closer to Thursday in the first round. The team's going on the clock at 8 p.m. Eastern time there on April 28th. Now make your second listen, Locked On NFL Draft. Speaking of the draft, you've got to get in on it and Get all over it here on the network. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker been the NFL draft life every day with inside analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. For Locked On Fantasy Football, this has been Vinny Iyer with our breakdown of Pitt quarterback Kenny Pickett and his uh, prospects in the 2022 NFL draft. Again, more draft talk on your way on Monday. Have a great weekend and see you then.